0: This is Minister McMillan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Almighty God, for this day. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We ask, Lord, that you guide us in this word and help us to understand it. Father, I ask, Lord, this morning that you touch all those out there, Father, who are in affliction or hurting, are going through things, Lord. All those, Almighty God, that are laying in hospital beds or at home that are sick, touch them right now, Almighty God. Touch them, O Lord. Heal their bodies, Father. Remove them of their afflictions. Remove the pain and the sorrow, Lord. Give joy and peace to those that are in need. Give food and shelter and closed to those who are without. Father, these are the things we ask in Jesus' name. And Lord, we ask also, Father, that you lead us in this word today. That this word be all you. Thank you, Father. This we ask in Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone. We're going to pick up today, back where we left off. You might hear a little bit of noise because, again, today we are out and we are um, have the cleaners out here, so <clears throat> there might be a little bit of noise. But we're going to we're going to go through anyway. Okay. All right, so we are on chapter ten, nineteen. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subjected to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seems good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my father and no one knows who the son is but the father and who the father but the son and the one to whom the son will wills to reveal him and he turned to his disciples and said privately blessed are the eyes which see the things you see for i tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see and have not seen it, and to hear what you hear and have not heard it. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbors as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. <clears throat> <clears throat> but he wanted to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he sojourned, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, wounds pouring on oil and wine, and went to him and bandaged him, bandaged his wounds pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn and took care of him. Now, I want you to note, to take note of what they're saying here. This man had wounds, okay? It says here, um, they beat him up, right? Stripped his clothes, uh, wounded him and stripped him of his clothes and wounded him, Okay. So as we go down, it says the Sumerian, right, bandaged him, bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. So that should give you some idea of the properties that wine and oil hold. their healing properties. So keep that in mind next time you have a wound or a scrape. Okay, um, 35, on the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So, which of these... Which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He was shown mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Now what happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much savings and she approached him and said, Lord, Do you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. So why do you think the Lord said that to Martha? you see Martha was doing a good deed but so was Mary Mary was listening to every word the Lord said so she was taking in the wisdom and the knowledge that the Lord was giving about the kingdom. Which one do you think is going to be a greater help? Martha or Mary? Mm-hmm. Yes, Mary. Because Mary is taking in everything the Lord says, meaning she's going to give that out to others. She's going to learn and she's going to begin to tell others to save others. Martha, on the other hand, is serving him and taking care of him. But how much of what he's saying is Martha receiving? Okay. And it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend? And go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lead me Lead me three loaves for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, "My children are <clears throat> My children are with me in bed, and I cannot rise and give to you." I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. (coughs) (coughs) And I say to you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread for any father among you, will he give him a stone Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? he was casting out a demon and it was mute so it was when the demon had gone out that the mute spoke and the multitudes marveled but some of them said he cast out demons by Belzebub, Belsub, the ruler of the demons and others testing him sought from him a sign from heaven But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falls. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? Because you say, I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, By whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a a strong man fully armed guards his own place, his goods are in peace. But when a strong man Stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him. He takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places. Seeking rest and finding none, he says, I will turn, I will turn to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the beast which nursed you and the breast, excuse me, which nursed you. But he said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And while the crowd was thickly gathered together, he began to say, this is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. For as Jonah became a sign to the Navanites, so also the Son of Man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And indeed, a greater than Solomon is here. Hmm. Now, if anyone knows the story of Solomon, they're talking about Queen, uh, the Queen uh, Sheba. Sheba came to hear Solomon speak, okay, and to see his things because she had heard that he was very wise and that he held many treasures. And along with her, she brought many treasures for him, okay? So, this is what he's referring to. Um, (laughs) hmm. Now let's go back into that a little bit. Uh, 31, the queen of the south, which is Queen Sheba, will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the... For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and indeed a greater than Solomon is here Christ the men of Nivea will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it for they repent at the preaching of Jonah and indeed, a greater than Jonah is here. So at the end, you know, people always want to know this stuff. Who's Who are these people that's going to be riding with Christ when he comes back? Hello. <laughs> what did we just read? Mm, it says, The Queen of the South will rise up in the Judgment we know Christ is coming in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. However, this one is greater than Solomon, Christ. The man of Nivea will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And indeed, a greater than Jonah is here. So those are some of the people that's going to be riding in the judgment. Okay. All right. Let's move on. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket. So when you, when you learn the word of God and you understand his word and you're living his word, you're walking in his word, you're supposed to share that word. You don't just hold that word in you. You share that with other people. That's what he's saying. But on but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. See, they can see your light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. That's why I tell people, check yourself continuously you know things in our lives can cause us to sway to do things that normally you wouldn't do and when it happens you have to repent ask for forgiveness and pick up and keep going No one, when he has, uh, okay, I'm going back. So, he's saying no one, when he has, his lamp is lit, he's not going to take that and hide it. You're supposed to go forward and share it, okay? All right, let's move on. Therefore, take heed, this is 35. Take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. 36. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining of a lamp give you light. And as he spoke, a certain Pharisees asked him to dine with him. So he went in and sat down to eat. And when the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first washed before dinner. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees make the outside of the cup and dish clean, but your inward part is full of greed and wickedness. Foolish one, did not he who made the outside make the inside also, but rather give alms of such things as you have. Then indeed, all things are clean to you. But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs. All right, let's go back. But woe to you Pharisees, for your tithe, mint, and rue, and all manner of herbs, and passes by justice and the love of God. All right. So, your tithe, your mint. And grew in all manner of herbs and passed by justice and love of God. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogue and greetings in the marketplace. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like graves which are not seen and the men who walk over them are not aware of them. So, he's literally telling you to be careful. You know, we have people who claim to be knowing and, you know, they're with God and, you know, they show all these signs and they can they can uh, read the scriptures backwards and forwards and, you know, they can tell you where it is and what book it is. But when you really get down to it, And you actually get to know those people. They're not with God because they don't live the word. They don't exhibit the word. They don't utilize the word in their lives. They only use it to their benefit to make them stand out. Then one of the lawyers answered and said to him, Teacher, by saying these things, you reproach us also. And he said, Woe to you also, you lawyers, for you load men with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. <clears throat> <clears throat> And this goes even today. <clears throat> they don't. They don't try to help uh, the uh, person that they're supposed to be defending <clears throat> unless money's involved. If you got the money to throw out there, or you got the backing or the prestige, you're going <clears> to <throat> make them known, then yeah, they'll fight for your case, they'll get you off. Even if you're guilty. But for those who are innocent, they don't have the money or nothing, they lock them up. They don't even try, ah, well, you know, this is a done case. It's tried, you know, we'll just, we'll do what we can, not putting in a whole lot of effort. I'll just do what I can and that's it. Okay? So this is what he's saying then and it still holds true today. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. In fact, you bear witness that you approved the deeds of your fathers, for they indeed killed them, and you built their tombs. Therefore, the wisdom of God also said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute. Is that not true today? Yes, it is. That the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. For the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the temple. Yes, I say to you, it shall be required of this generation. Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves, and those who were entering in you hindered. And as he said these things to them, the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross examine him about many things, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. In the meanwhile, chapter 12. In the meanwhile an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another. He began to say to his disciples first of all beware of the leaving of the Pharisees which is hypocrites. watch out for these people because they're in the crowds that's trampling each other. They're in there. They're in there because they want to cause a ruckus. They want to get something started. They don't want people to know what Christ is saying. Okay? All right, we're going to stop here at chapter 12. And we'll pick up again tomorrow. All right? Okay, everyone. Have a blessed evening. This is Minister MacMillan. God bless and good night.